Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You currently locked in to the coldest podcast in the land. It's your boy, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. What's going on, y'all, man? It's your main man here, Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice. And you heard what Bolo just said, this is the porch. Started Welcome. The porch. We are back great. again, y'all. Another beautiful week, man. So excited uh, to be here. Bolo, how you doing, brother, man? I, I ain't seen you in a few days, man. It's how you doing? While. It's been a while, brother. Bless, highly favored. Y'all know we can't come up to the porch unless we talk about God first, man. God is good. Good to be here. Ten toes down, brother. How is the sunny side of L.A.? You know, it's still sunny out here. I, I heard, I talked to my mom and she told me that oh. it got real cold back in Indianapolis. You see what I'm doing right now? It's flannel weather, bro. I had to throw the flannel on. Y'all y'all probably don't know nothing about that on this phone right now. It's, it's, it's all good. Don't worry about it. But I mean, it's about, it get a little chilly. It get a little chilly in LA right at nighttime, now. though, bro. It do get a little chilly out here at nighttime, but okay. I'm not missing that ice cold freezing weather that I know you're, you're dealing with right now. Yeah, so uh, hang in there, though, man. Hang in there. Uh, but like we said, another exciting episode, big time guest on today. Before I introduce her, got to shout out our sponsor, Bet Online, man. Right now is the best time of the year. You got the NBA back, mm. you know, back up and running. NFL in the middle of the season, college football. Um, you got the MLB uh, World Series right now. So all the major sports is popping right now. And the best site to get all your sports gambling needs is Bet Online. Make sure you go to betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. Um, now, without further, further ado, y'all, I, I can't keep her waiting. I've been so yeah. excited for this episode. Today's guest is a true hustler. She's an athlete, a fitness coach, an entrepreneur, mm. a woman of God, a woman of God. She's a wife, a mm. mother, and one of the realest people you'll ever meet, man, the one and only Claudine Cooper. Welcome to the porch. Welcome. I liked your intros that you gave yourselves. And I've been sitting here thinking like, what about when I roll up to the porch? Do oh. I get to roll up with my own intro? Do I get to spit like you did? I mean, I mean, listen, it, since you brought it up, if you were to introduce yourself, how would you do it? Like the, the floor is yours. It's your girl, Claudine Cooper, AKA Coach Coop, sometimes mm. called mm. CC, rolling up to the porch to hang with my boys. I love to just get into some deep topics and really break it down the realest way possible. Get it. Hey, bro, I think this is the first time that somebody on the porch introduced themselves. It is, man. Coach Coop, Coach CC, pulling up. You said Coach Coop, CC. Hey, we might bring her on full time. You better stop playing. real, come on A little too good right there, Miss Cooper. <laughs> but now nah, we excited to have you on, man. First and foremost, man, like how you living, how you doing? I'm doing great. And the reason I wanted to do the intro is because this is your culture. This is your podcast. I love what you guys do. I told you before, I've been watching your episodes. I like your IG. Everything you're doing is great. So when I fall into a situation where there's already a vibe, I just ease in. I just... Hey. I just come in and what are we talking about and what are we doing? So whatever you guys got for me today, I got something for you. Hey, right, right. I love the frequency we on right now. The energy right now is about to be crazy. Y'all in for a good one, y'all. Let's get it. 
Well, man, like let's start off the right way, like we always do, man, with this one question. Who is Claudine Cooper? Well, that is so tough. Who is Claudine Cooper? I'm an ever-changing human being, and I hope everyone is an ever-changing human being. I hope we all aspire to be different tomorrow than we were today, because the lesson of today, it has to be applied to the life of tomorrow. That's how I've been able to continually do different things is I'm not closed in. I'm not like, oh, there's, you know, there's only one lane for me. There's one lane for me, but that lane may change. Does that make sense? Yep. Facts. Makes total sense. Makes total sense. You kind of just got to, yeah, you got to maximize each day, um, right. you know, and, and just kind of not go with the flow, but in a sense, like, you never know what God got planned for you. You know what I mean? And Real. your plan might be a lot different than his plan, and his plan might come out of nowhere. So you just got to be prepared and, and kind of put yourself in position to just go with, go with the wave that God has created. So, no, I like that a lot. Hey, man. I like that a lot. That. Now, speaking of lanes right one of your lanes is fitness yeah right so talk to us a little bit a little bit about like where did the fitness come from like where did that journey stem from well i heard you guys mention something about the midwest who's from indiana in here he's from indiana i live in indiana now okay. but i'm originally from chicago so i'm a midwest through and through yeah. I'm originally from Minneapolis, Minnesota, so I'm right. a Midwest through and through myself. And just like um, you guys may not remember, but maybe your parents, I don't know how old you guys are. I don't want to offend or anything, but like, oh, no, there, good. okay, there was a time when the inner city was riddled with homicides, addiction, and I, I grew up in that era. So I am going to be 50 years old in about 13 months. So, you know, okay. I, um, I lived through some things. And at one point, I lost so many people in a short period of time to really tragic ways like we're talking like suicide overdose homicide mm. all within a short period of time and I didn't know how to cope at that time so I used unhealthy coping me mechanisms that everybody can relate to but um once I found exercise which was recommended to me as a way to heal as a way to feel better then I started walking because I really didn't know what you know where do you start you don't know really nothing about exercise so you're just in the inner city and so what do you do so I start walking and then my cousin's like oh, I'm gonna walk with you and then I'm I'm walking with my friends and next thing you know like I'm doing different workouts with them and we're we're incorporating working out into our normal unhealthy young life you know we're doing our thing at night and we're you know it's right. still fun but in the daytime we're like let's go for a walk or let's go go to the Y or whatever like that and so anyways that was when I was maybe like a teenager and then um now it's been 30 years that I've been getting people together for workouts and so it's mm. my career it's my passion it's my purpose it's the way God uses me it's my lane wow. and that's cool all right all right Dina before you jump in there I think you would appreciate this right here all right I'm drinking, I'm drinking my H2O right now it wasn't just because you came on the show but I've been trying <laughs> to be better about drinking my water y'all all right. Don't let the red solo fool y'all. I actually got ice cold water here. It's not no alcohol today. It's not no tequila. I know it's a red solo. You always assume it's some liquor. It's actually some water in here, y'all. Come on, come on. And I've got my coffee mug, which is also full of H2O. So we're all on the same page tonight. Hold on, y'all. We all from the Midwest. We all got water. <laughs> we all, we all believers and, and, and followers of God. We come all, on. we all work out. I, this is some, come on now. I don't know. I don't know what this is, but it's something. It is something. So 
Um, I do want to go to kind of go back uh, to what you just said, man, about your journey and how you got introduced to fitness. Um, like, at, at what point, though, did you know, like, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life? Like, th this is my, like, yeah, you started doing it because of the things you were going through and just started walking and that changed, you know, to actually learning how to work out and, you know, et cetera. But at what point were you like, you know what, this is something that I actually, I want to make a career out of this. Like yesterday. <laughs> mm. I just decided. Like, like on Monday. <laughs> well, hey, there it is. I feel like I know where you're going with this though. Like it, it makes sense though. Can you, can you so, expand on that? Yeah. Uh, first, where do you think I'm going? Hmm? I, Bolo, I, I, where do you think I'm going? I feel like I feel like I think you just coming from a place of like you always just understanding, like you learning new things every day. Um, you know, you learn about yourself, and I feel like once you stop learning, then you kind of hit a, a like a dead a dead road. You know what I mean? So you always got to put yourself in a position to continue to take on more challenges. And speaking to like what you were saying earlier about the different lanes, like being able to try different things or different workouts or try out different body parts and stuff like that, just to keep kind of going and keeping it, you know, fun and interesting. I think I'm there. Am I close? You are, uh, first of all, you hit the nail on the head. That's okay. exactly right. Because just think about it, right? Fitness, in fitness, one, one decade, now it's been three decades I've been in the game. One decade, you guys, you know, supposed to eat high protein and, right. and build and load and all that, live heavy, blah, blah, blah. Then the next decade, they say, no, no, be a vegan. Hold on. And, and, and run five miles so you have heart health. Heart health is the goal, right? right? Then the next decade, they say, no, 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 no. You got to add the weights with the cardio and you got to eat a little bit of meat and a little bit of, you know, vegan and a little, mm -hmm. and you like, well, damn. So I, I learned early on, there's no such thing as I'm right, right? I don't know everything. I'm not going to sit on this podcast and tell somebody that this is what you need to do. But what I do know and what I have practiced all these years is that consistent exercise, daily exercise is a mental health game changer. Listen, we can talk about all the things that you can do, go for, you know, go for a vacation and all that, but I'm talking about day to day. Yeah. A vacation is nice, but how you live in every day, mm -hmm. it's a fact. you know, yep. that's real, yeah. man. And that's kind of why, I mean, you know, again, myself, Bolo, former teammates played, you know, grew up playing football, played football at Ball State. You know, um, and since we, we we've retired, I know like I continue to try to maintain a, a habit of working out. Now I haven't been, you know, I ain't gonna sit here and lie, I haven't been right. the best <clears> at all time, but I am in a good spot now where I have a little bit of a routine. You know, mo Monday, uh, Monday, Friday, upper body day, Tuesday, Thursday, my lower body. I take Wednesdays off, and, or if I do, I might do something minor. Um, but it's kind of like my current routine. You know, and, and for me, it's more so like. I'm not trying to, you know, get super big no more, gain weight and do all that like I was when I played ball. But like you just said, uh, Claudine, it's like the mental uh, part of it is huge for me. Like I, I literally feel better when I get done working out. Like the endorphins are going. I feel like I've accomplished something already at the start of my day. And like my body's loose and it kind of motivates me to just do something else and to keep accomplishing things. And um, yeah, man, so I, I, think, I think that's just a really important nugget for people who think, Working out is just for the physical. To me, I would argue that the mental is even more more impactful than the physical part. So. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah sure. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Now, now talking about obviously lifting weights and you know 
just exercising in general. I think the mentality piece is the biggest thing, right, that we're hitting on. But I think when I talk to certain people who don't like working out, like they don't know how to push themselves when mm. it's that discomfort is there. I guess talk to us a little bit about the time where you had to be pushed through that discomfort level to be able to really like, because I feel like, I mean, you can work out to a certain extent and get it done, but you're not really working out until you put yourself more so in a discomfort yeah like level you know that's what i'm saying that's strain you gotta push that's through strain. that strain like okay that's like i gotta push like i'm really burning calories now because i'm like like got my heart rate up a little bit like how how does somebody manage to like push themselves like past that point so i'm gonna combine two answers in one because you asked me earlier when did i turn this into a career right mm. and now you're asking me about discomfort and those two things those are actually the real answers because they go together. Mm. So you guys are doing a podcast right now. Yeah, I'm guessing. I don't know enough about your backstory to, to really speak on this, but I'm guessing this is a passion project for you guys. 100%. My guess is you've made a considerable investment to create this podcast. And my next guess is that it's been uncomfortable uncomfortable to put yourselves out there maybe I don't know what the uncomfortable part is I don't know because I don't know your feelings on it but right. what I do know is that when someone pursues their passion which is what I've done for the last 30 years they are faced with constant discomfort mm -hmm. constant and that discomfort you asked me when did I know that this was going to be a career so this morning, so I teach these free workouts, right? So they started, I'll just give you guys a little backstory since we're mm -hmm. here, we're up. chatting, Ooh. blah, blah, blah. Let me get some water. Our water in. And now let me tell you a little backstory. All right. All right. So a girl reaches out to me. She wants to work out with me. That's right. Brush those waves. Come on. Come on, come on. I got to come um, correctly. I got Claudine Cooper on here. I can't be come looking on, at any type way now. It's Claudine. It's, it's, it's Miss Cooper. You know what I mean? But also, go ahead. Go ahead. So um, she reaches out to me. She's like, I want to work out with you, Claudine, but I can't afford my gym membership anymore. Now, up until then, I had been teaching fitness classes at, for those of you who are in LA, the 24-hour fitness Magic Johnson on Slauson. I had been teaching fitness classes at Equinox down off of Rosecrans. I have been teaching fitness classes that used to be called Spectrum at Spectrum on Howard Hughes Boulevard. So I was working, y'all. And keep in mind, while I was working, I also had an infant, a mm. toddler, and a kindergartner. I had three Ooh. babies in five years. Do you guys have kids? Do you guys yes, I got a I got a four-year-old and two-year-old. So I, I don't know to the fullest extent with the three, but I do have two though. So I can understand a little bit though. I'm gonna give you some context. You take your current two-year-old and your four-year-old and knock your wife up tonight and you will know exactly how mm. it that's the, if, if that's if you want to feel this that's what you go do tonight okay but you don't want this smoke do you you don't <laughs> don't put me on wax like that look the <laughs> wife already talking about we need another one so look don't put the car before the horse now claudine <laughs> my bad my bad i'm getting ahead of, <laughs> getting ahead of my okay so look check this out 
So I've got these little babies. So I'm taking them to work as I'm going to teach class and I'm raising them knowing their mom is pursuing her passion. But here's the cold part. Here I go teaching all these classes at all these different gyms. By the way, my classes, all of them always uplifting. I'm I'm not, this is not me boasting. This is me telling you what other people say, right? Mm -hmm. Uplifting, good vibes. Lots of people like each other. They're meeting outside of the classes. It's a, it's a big community. So I feel like I have to show up because this is like giving me some fulfillment as well as contributing to the community at, at large. So this is more than a job. This is now becoming something that other people are being impacted by. So I have to do this. I never called in sick. I had an infant, a toddler and a kindergartner for 10 years going to the gym with me. I never called off. I've never not shown up for a class. Mm. It's that Midwest work ethic. You say you're going to do something. You show up, you do it. No excuses. We live through winter. We still went to work. We live through winter. We still go to school. You don't get to call in, right? So I'm not part of the soft girl era. (laughs) I'm I'm a hard girl. The hard girl hey, era. Hey, we go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a mental note of that soft girl era because when we hit another segment, we gotta we gotta talk about that soft girl era that you know a lot of women are in right now and how that plays a factor in. Take a note, below right? Like we'll make a note on that. I'm take a real note, note so we don't forget. No section, real quick. Soft girl era. Take Got a real you. note. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in, go into the next thing, man. So nah, that, that that's a beautiful thing, man. And Claudine, I think you know you you hit something too that's that's important as well. When your passion is impacting others. It, it naturally brings an added sense of motivation, urgency, and just a sense of like, I have to do this because it's not just impacting you. And I, I'm a strong believer that we all have different passions and different purposes here on this earth. But I do believe that whatever that purpose is for you, that in some form, way, or fashion, it's going to impact someone else in some way. And what you're doing is directly just right in your face, literally impacting people because it's fitness, it's working out. But I think that same message can correlate and relate to everybody regardless of what your passion is. So I think that, that was beautifully said. Okay, so let me finish. Okay. I'm not, I'm not quite done. And this is where we can combine the strength training metaphor with the life. Yeah. All that time, that I was going to teach those classes with my little babies with me, just never calling in sick. I couldn't even pay any bills with those paychecks. Mm. Mm. Come on now. So on Monday, so I'm going to, okay. I said Monday, something happened. So I'm going I'm to back up a little bit. I'm going to give you a little context. Okay, okay. So the lady calls, she she Facebook messaged me actually, and she wanted me to do something for free because she couldn't afford a you know a gym membership. I was in church that day that she sent that message. What did the pastor preach about? What do you say, Claudine? Who, who can just guess? What do you say, Claudine? Guess, yeah. Bolo. Unwavering heart. Cheerful giver cheerful giver he said give he said give and don't ask what you can get in return you give god blesses that's how it works Mm. everything's not transactional do what you can do for Mm. someone if they need you 
Wow. Damn. The same exact day. Come on now. You you think that's a coincidence? <laughs> I think it's not. Deep, man. That's I, powerful. That's I think not. And so I started teaching free workouts in the park. The girl came once or twice, but there were people who came every week. It was a small group, but then in COVID, no gyms were open and I kept going because what? I don't call in sick. What? I don't have no excuses. What? We got to stand six feet apart. What? We got to wear a mask. We outside. We outside with it. Let's go. It's LA. So also I got to admit being here definitely helps things as far as exercise goes. Anyways, from there, those workouts, they have um, impacted so many lives and I'm so blessed and so thankful. I thank God every day I wake up just in awe that I could be doing what I love to do. And even though I'm not charging anybody, it's called a free community workout. Even though I've never taken nothing from anybody, my needs have been exponentially met. And that's why I'm telling you, it's, it's it's not rocket science. It's get in line with what God has for you. You stop asking, how am I going to make money off this? How am I going to do this? How are you going to help somebody? You talk about we're all here for a reason. I believe we're all here to help someone else. We're, we're here to use our gifts to help someone feel in, in uplifted or feel in community or feel, you know, I don't know, happy or healthy or whatever it might be. Anyways, with that being said, on Monday, I finally, after 30 years of working in fitness as my passion project, I finally took on an actual big role at a new gym they're opening in Inglewood. And I like, I can't even tell you how that even happened because you won't believe me, but I didn't look for the job. I wasn't, I'm gonna just leave it at that. Your turn. God bless you. God put it out there. You put it out there. God, God rewarded you for what you've done. That's a, that's a beautiful thing. And I think it goes more so to like, obviously, you know, we somehow Darnell says all the time, somehow we get to this point, you know, where, you know, we talk about the man upstairs and it's just literally, you know, what we've seen, you know, being on the porch of like, just kind of running into just different, different things and different success stories. But I think it's because we always are bringing them up in, in such a, such a high, high volume. You know what I mean? And I think it comes back to the faith factor, right? Um, Believing in what you can't see, being consistent in what what the message is and continuing it until, you know, whatever, whenever your time is, you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of the times we want to, like you mentioned, transactional, we want to make sure our, our energy is reciprocated in some fashion from somebody based upon the stuff that we're handing now. It's like, damn, I've been giving, 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 like, when is it my turn? But when you switch your mindset of like giving because it's fulfilling for you then that's when the blessings just going to fall on your lap like that. So, and I'm still working on that personally myself, because I feel like I do a lot of giving and give a lot of energy in certain places. And sometimes I think to myself, like, damn, like who's filling up my, my cup? Like, how am I continuing to try to get better in my, like, how can I do this? And I have to reset myself. So it's good that you even said that now, because now I'm also resetting myself again, you know, saying that like, when I pour into people, like I coach high school football, you know, um, so with coaching high school football, it's the time consumption. And, you know, you don't get paid like that in high school football. It's pennies in a bucket, you know, and the time investment to the kids and the time away from your family and your wife and the struggles and stuff that you compound with just being able to help kids and put them in a better situation. It's, just, it's good timing right now. So it's it's very, very uh, warming to hear that because it, it definitely can reset you and be like, I'm, I'm doing this for a reason. I'm helping these kids. I'm redirecting these kids. You know, even if I don't receive nothing, eventually something will come to play. But I got to keep, you know, 
keep doing God's will and, and putting that out there. So that's some real game. 100%. I'd be lying. I'd be lying if I said that I didn't. There were many times I even have a whole video online of me saying goodbye to my fitness classes. There were many times I said this. I'm God, I'm done with this. You this is not there's no return on investment. 20 years mm. I've been doing this and giving and giving. I love it. But these folks are tapping me out. And, you know, it's the folks, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we know. Right. <laughs> we know. <laughs> I already it's know. Yes, yes. But you know what? You can't. <clears throat> you ended up pushing. I think we all had those moments, right? But you ended up pushing through. And I just gotta say, man, congratulations to you, man. Absolutely. On the opportunity, I actually saw the video online. I shared it. I shared it with my wife. I know she hasn't met you yet, but just we're actually moving to Inglewood in a couple weeks. By the way, I didn't even tell you that. So yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna need a new spot to work out because my my particular building doesn't come with like all the amenities and all that stuff or whatever. So I'm gonna need a new spot. So I saw that I'm like, man, this might be perfect timing right here. So huge congratulations. That's a beautiful thing. I love to see um people just being blessed. You know what I'm saying? Thirty year investment. You know what I'm saying? You got people nowadays only want to put a year into something. Mm. After one or two years, you put thirty years. That's into real. It, and now you're seeing the fruits of your labor, man. I think that's a beautiful thing. So. Thank you. And I can't believe we're going to be neighbors. That's so exciting. I'm so I do got to say this, though. I teach my free workouts. So before you, you know, come to the gym, just come get the vibes and just see. I, I mean, I really think you should bring your wife. She yeah. would love it. Yeah, it would yeah. be good. No, I'm not. See, I'm glad you brought it up. It's not good for me to, like, try to coach my wife up because like, I'm a mm. little bit more experienced with working out because I've just been football, college level. So like I, I can go to the gym and get things done solo. I am better when I have a coach just because like I'm used to having a coach kind of direct me. So it's still pushing me. But my wife, when I try to coach her up, I'm like, I'm, I'm too, I think I'm too, uh, I'm too football mode. I'm too like, let's huh, go. Huh, and like, yeah, I right, can't right. separate the two. But if someone else says it, it's all fine and dandy. That's but when, when, when husband says it, it's a little bit, you know, so I think it would be dope, man. Once we move out, uh, and, and get, you know, kind of get everything settled. We'll definitely come to your classes and I'll, I'll bring wifey too so she can kind of, you know, get a gist of the vibe. And uh, just for the record, I've been married for 20 years. Baby, husband and wife should not be working out together. Unless yes. there's an understanding beforehand, you will not be telling me what to do, which is a great segue, by the way, for the viral video. I don't think the thing about it is, I'm, I'm going to speak for myself. I'm not going to speak for your wife. I'm not going to speak for your wife. I don't want nobody telling me shit. Don't care who you are. I don't like to be told mm. what to do. I don't know if your wives are like that, but that's They me. are. Well, they she, are. well, my wife is. Nah, like, they, you said it right. <laughs> yeah, like I can't. <laughs> my wife from Detroit, 313. She ain't bigger than a minute. You know what I mean? My baby, my baby was 14 and a half, 411, but she got, she got, she got the heart of a, of a, Lion, seven person. Lion, yes, lion. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Do not. She got her trigger words where certain stuff. Where if, if it's like I'm trying to like boss her around, so to speak, it just like triggers stuff. Like mm -hmm. I know you better not say the word calm down. Neither one of you better say oh. calm. It's over. <laughs> it's a wrap. So hold oh, on. You man. brought it up, Bolo. This is the perfect segue, Bolo. Can you kind of tell the porch fans about the viral video because you're the one that sent it over to me. We shared it with Claudine. Let's get them a little uh, insight of what the video was about so we can kind of dive into this topic because I, 
I thought it was very interesting uh, 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 viral video here. So Yeah, so uh, a woman went viral after explaining why so many marriages are failing currently. Um, she says if a woman's boss at work says she needs to do better, she corrects her actions. Um, if her husband says she needs to do better, um, she then says, you're not the boss of me. Mm. So um, obviously, Claudine, we'll open it up to you, right? Uh, what What does that mean? You know, like how how is it so hard for, you know, wives to receive messages from their significant others, but it's so easy for them to receive messages from their colleagues or their their boss or their managers? Right. OK, so, you know, I was thinking about it. I I, yeah, I even went next door. So I live next door to like who I call is kind of like my fake parents. So it's a couple who's been married for many years. They're in their um, early 70s. Mm. And so I wanted to get their take on it before I, I talk to you. Mm -hmm. So Papa said that there's two reasons why a woman is going to boss up and do the thing she's supposed to do at work and not do the thing that she's supposed to do with her husband. And I said, okay, Papa, tell me what it is. So he said, number one, she loves her money more than she loves her marriage. That's his, Ooh, honey, wow. he said that. Okay. I didn't say that. He said she he loves said her that. Marriage. Right. And then he said, and she knows that if she doesn't listen, she's still safe over here, but she doesn't know that if she doesn't listen at work, if her job is still safe. That makes sense. Yeah. I understand I that second that part. Now I said to him, this is my take. Now this is my opinion. So me and my 70 year old neighbor having this conversation, I said, I think that especially when you get strong women, women of color who do not want to be told what to do, um, that's already, you're already dealing with that whole situation because like most of us come from one parent homes, either mom or dad or grandma. And, you know, we've seen somebody really just like take care of all the shit without partnership. Not everybody, obviously, I'm not speaking for all people. I'm speaking for myself, actually. I was just speaking for myself. And so at this point, I was telling my 70 year old neighbor, honestly, I feel like the resentment that women feel over years of little arguments and petty disagreements shows up in many different ways. And sometimes it can show up in the way of, I don't want to take any advice or any criticism from you because I'm still holding on to hurt feelings from things said or done in the past. That's my... Mm. That's a hell of a point, man. And I, and I, and I respect that. I guess my, my, my follow-up, I guess, question or comment to that would be like, so from a husband's perspective, how, how are we supposed to, I guess, manage that? Because I, I do believe if you love somebody, you are supposed to actually be honest and give them criticism when necessary because you mm -hmm. want them to be better. And if you're my real friend, Mm -hmm. Whatever relationship, friend, uh, mother, uh, brother, wife, whatever, if you love me, be honest with me, even when I'm doing wrong or I could be doing better so I can improve. I don't want a yes man or a yes woman around me that's telling me, oh, you're good, darling, you're good. So when a husband wants to, you know, tell the, you know, tell their wives, you know, hey, you know, you know, we can be better at this or this or this. Is there just like, do we got, is it the, the delivery that we have to change or mm. what's like the best method to make sure we are 
putting out that message without triggering the emotions of, of the woman. Mm. I First of all, guys, I have about five more minutes for you before I have to go pick up my daughter from work. But in that time, I am going to just, I'm going to just share with you my, my own recipe for peace. Okay. So as I told you earlier in the video, I endured quite a bit of trauma as a young person, right? Oh no. Hold on. Hold on. How do I do this? Okay. Are we still on you guys? That yeah, was no, you're good. Uh -huh. Okay. So in being a survivor of trauma, oftentimes your go-to emotion is anger, is rage. Mm -hmm. Because you have a lot of trauma that you you haven't really tapped into and healed. So therefore, when you say something to somebody or if they say something to you, you immediately go into, I'm going to get mad. I'm going to fight. Right. And that's a trauma response. Fighting is a trauma response. Ask me how I know all this. <laughs> you know all this. <laughs> uh, but, but anyway, saying all that to say the one thing that has given me a lot of peace, you guys, is because I love people who are not doing what I believe they should be doing with their lives, with their health, with their finances, with their fitness. With There's a lot of people who I love dearly who are on some bullshit. Mm -hmm. And you know, where I peace? <clears throat> you know where I found peace? Let them. Mm. Let them be, be who they are. You think by telling somebody, criticizing somebody, you're going to make them change? The only person you can change, I'll let you finish. Is you. Right. Now, 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 Claudia, I know, I know you press for time. You got to get out of here, but we've been waiting to get another woman on the podcast so we can talk about this real quick. You can give us like a 30 second to one minute answer. So obviously with guys, right, when we're confessing our feelings or when, it, you know, obviously it's hard for men to communicate. So I'll try to like sandwich this, this, this question, because this is kind of almost like a loaded question here. So, you know, when we're trying to confess our feelings, we finally got to a point where now we're vulnerable, where we can tell women how we feel. Are we being logic? Are we telling our truth? Sometimes our logic and our truth is overpowered by a woman's emotions. Meaning that if I tell you how I feel, or I tell you something about you that makes me feel a certain type of way that can eventually make me feel better, then it's all automatically flipped because now I'm managing your emotions based upon how you receive that information. Does that make sense? Let me tell you what we used to go to this couple's counseling at church. It was, it was probably one of the best things for us because it helps you see that other people are still, you know, dealing with their own relationship troubles and struggles right but you'd be surprised because a lot of the struggles are the same mm -hmm. because men are from mars and women are from venus okay right, right. <laughs> so you want a woman to respond the way you want her to respond and she want you to talk to her the way she it's it's such a it's a tough question to answer but i'll tell yeah. you what they recommended so what they recommended is that if you know you have something that is triggering that you want to say to your partner first take time to say it in an environment where it's already cool don't say it when you're already beefing it's just like when you you don't want to whoop your kids when you're mad you want to think for a second do I want to lay hands on this mofo getting on my nerve and they do be getting on our nerves but you want to do things 
<laughs> you want to do things differently. You don't want to abuse your kids. So you don't want to get to them when you're mad because you got right. too much force at that time. So with that being said, it's really better to take a pause. Even when you want to say something to your significant other, stop and take a pause. The second step is wait until the environment is cool. Everybody's down. And then the third step is hold their hands and look them in their eyes and say, what I am going to say to you is meant from a loving place. Mm. And, and, and that right there is you holding their hands like that. That is a, um, it's like intimacy. That's an eye contact and all that. That's, you know, a different form of intimacy. That's real. That's true game right there. Okay, Claudine. That's, okay, that's real okay. gems. And I can see I why you're so successful family. in your relationship. So we're going to let you go. But I'm going to tell you right now, Claudine, we're going to have to bring you back at some point because I got a, we got like, we got I, I got a lot more questions and topics yeah. that I got that I need to pick your brain with. Um, you guys can have me back. I'm doing a month of podcast. So you're my first. So if you catch me on that last week, I still don't have anybody in November. So you let me know. All right, all right, man. We appreciate you, man. Go Absolutely. pick your daughter up. Tell her the porch said hello. Be safe, drive safe, and uh, we appreciate you. All right, I appreciate you guys, and I love what you're doing, and I honestly believe that this passion project is impacting lives. With every guest you have on, I've noticed each one says something that's very compelling, and my guess is if you guys push through the discomfort, this is going to be a massive success. Mm. I speak yes so much. love it love it love it we appreciate you so much claudine well wishes make sure the best you is the best you and we'll uh we'll definitely connect with you soon <laughs> sounds good bye guys bye-bye claudine cooper man dropped cooper a lot dope. of gems bolo man cooper you know what i'm saying that's why i like having just a woman perspective uh someone who's been you know married for you know so long being in her career you know for so long man it's truly an inspiration man she said 30 years doing a project years. doing a passion for free, basically, you know what I'm yeah. saying. It's, right. it's it's wild. One thing I wanted I wanted to ask her, and obviously, if we do have the chance to get her back, I'll have the chance to ask her. But it's like, let's just put it in perspective, like somebody rapping, right? Yeah. You know, somebody may not be the greatest at rapping. You may think that they're wasting their time. You may think that you know um, the things and the time and the investment going into it, you know, may just be kind of all thrown out the window. Like, when does somebody stop though? Because you can get to 30 years and then figure out that your time is wasted. So I, I want to really dig dig into a little bit more of like, how do you know when to stop though? Like obviously you, you have a passion for something, you want to keep going. But then also there's that that piece of like, let's be smart about it though. And, you know, maybe it's, jump That's a that hell of a question, bro. Because oh, it's like, yeah, when do you know? And I actually go through that even now sometimes. I, I'm so busy with multiple different projects and passions you know, that I'm doing. And sometimes it's hard to even manage the time of when to do this, when to do that, et cetera. Right. And um, it's like, yeah, it's like you believe in yourself so much. You believe in what you're doing so much that it's, it's very, it's very hard to ever just say, all right, I'm done. Cause you believe that that next episode, that next mm, idea, that next, whatever is going to be the one that's going to hit. Cause you hear the story so many times where somebody just try something and then boom, everything changed. So it was like, man, that those type of stories motivate you. But you use the example of like a bad rapper, so to speak. It's like at some point, if you're just really not good at something, it's like, well, maybe that's not meant for you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, and, when, and you got to have that discernment. That. Yeah, you got to have that discernment. I think that is. And I think it do come back. And I, and I you know, obviously, I'm not going to answer for Claudine, but I I, I want to say it'll probably be more of a face, 
faith-based answer, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Of, you know, just kind of being led and, you know, you know, having that, that, that strong uh, idea of like, if this is my true passion, am I pushing people? The passion project, I love the way she worded, phrased that, you know, having a passion project, something that you've been working on and, you know, understanding y'all, you know, people listening to the porch, obviously there are certain projects and different things we trying to do in our lives, things we try to accomplish. And there's no success, you know, without pain, without failure, without losses, you know, and obviously when you are able to win, right, being able to look back on them failures, you know, makes that win feel that much better. So um, we definitely appreciate Claudine for dropping some gems on us, um, you know, just for that little bit of time. No, a hundred percent, my brother, hundred percent, man. And uh, now it's good, man. You know, on the porch, man, we've damn near transitioned to like a, um, a relationship damn near podcast we, hey, almost like we didn't jump into hella different categories brother like it's 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 crazy I, I ain't mad at it though man i ain't mad because i feel like too it's funny because like our podcast also is starting to evolve based upon who we are as well yeah that's you know real. what i'm saying like you know obviously we we get the adult film stars on here and everything like that but you know, obviously sports, but relationships and, you know, people who are married, people who are going Spiritual, through certain things, yeah. career changes and people transitioning and different lifestyle changes. Like you knocking on 30, you know, I'm, I'm early, I'm 31 right now. So like, we are at that point right now where life is life in force. And we got all of these resources of people who are currently in the same space we are in, or just jumped out of those spaces are jumping into places that we trying to get to. So it's real, it's real good, especially if our listeners are like on the same vibrations as we are and trying to do the same things we trying to accomplish. It's like, it's super helpful and refreshing to hear stuff from people. Cause it's, it's something that kind of continue to move the pen for it a little bit. Yeah, man. And you know, you know, some Claudine mentioned was just like how, you know, she, she, she feels so good because she's impacting other people with, with, with her own passion. That's something that I, I feel good about too with the porch. Cause like we're, whether we're educating, we're entertaining, we're, we're, we're giving something to people. You know what I mean? You see yeah. it on like, even on, on our social channels on IG, like we got a few clips that's like been going crazy and whether people are arguing, whether they like it, whether they love it, no matter what, we're creating a space, a safe space for dialogue and people just giving different opinions. And I catch myself just kind of going through the comments sometimes like, okay, that's a, that's a good point. I didn't think of it that way or I didn't think of it this way because everybody got something to share. Everybody got their own story. Mm -hmm. Everybody got their own, you know, situation. Some that my, my big homie Marcellus would always say is, you know, your, um, your experience is your expertise. Meaning like whatever you were through in your life, your career, your relationship is, is your expertise. You're an expert in that field particular because you went through it. You know what I'm saying? So right. I like, you know, different opinions about, you know, different things there, man. And, uh, Transition a little bit. This was a question I was going to bring up to Claudine a little bit later mm -hmm. in the show um, about like you're seeing all these viral clips lately about, you know, you can't men shouldn't take women to these places on the first date. Now, you know, you're seeing this other clip where, you know, women treating their bosses better than they treating their husband. My question, I guess, for you or topic for us to just discuss in general is like, what what are truly the keys to a successful long relationship these mm. days because like it just feels like i'm seeing all these you can't do this you don't do that you do it's just a lot of negative energy i feel like being poured out towards relationships towards couples and i feel like this whole single life and boss women and doing all this and like it's like this don't need a man or men not needed a woman i'd rather be single like i feel like that's being celebrated at a higher like clip 
than people like you and I who decide to settle down and, you know, you started a family and like, I don't feel like that's being highlighted enough. And I think it's because like just this culture right now we in, bro, everything is just like, I don't know, bro. I don't know if it's the expectations of women or expectations of men. It's a lot of back and forth and we're not in agreement right now, energy wise, as far as like, what should a wife do? What should a husband do? Should it be 50-50? Should it be 100-0? Should it be, is it money? Is it is it sex? Is it, no one has the answer, I feel like. You know what I mean? That's a great question, bro. And I, like, it, as soon as you said that, I had like 20 different answers just pop out in my head. So I'll, I'll try to capsulate that. Um, so the biggest piece for me, bro, is I think, I think the world is overwhelmed with social media. Um, just like we always say, I think we get a image of things that is not reality, mm. right? Um, to that next point, I think there's also a million ways to skin a cat, yeah. right? So what works for my relationship may not work for you and Chanel's relationship, right? right? So there's this, whoever it is, the social media guy who's somehow posted this clip of all the places that this person should eat or what the ramifications is to be in a successful relationship or the first date, like who made that Bible? Like who said that that's law? You know what I'm saying? Right. So a lot of people aren't mentally strong enough to be able to come out of that saying like, okay, that's somebody else's list. That's not what I'm going to work with. You know what I mean? So you got a lot of, you know, women who maybe will look at that list and be like, I agree with them because somebody put that out. Or you got a lot of other women be like, Hey, like I'll do cheesecake factory. Applebee's is cool. Like you can take me, you know what I'm saying? And to answer your question, though, about, you know, a relationship, I think it's almost the same to Claudine's point. It's like working out. You know, when you continue to work out, you got to do different things, right? To keep kind of keep the spice going and keep your muscles pumping, right? You got to do arms. You got to do chest. You got to do buys, tries, hams, like hamstrings, like, you know, calves. Like you got to try a lot of different stuff. So you can't just be in a relationship and just it's, it's one way, you know? So with, with that being said, it's like you got to communicate. You know, um, the the art of anticipating needs uh, mm. is important as well. Um, the art of uh, just, you know, just kind of the small things of showing people that you care about them or that you're thinking of them. Um, those are some of the things that are almost like the intangibles that I think when you think about the outside stuff of like the restaurants and the clothes and the jewelry, like all that stuff doesn't mean anything. Like at right. the end of the day, like when somebody falls in love, and, you know, they have a long relationship and they've been together 50, 60 years. Like, they're not going to think about the Chanel bags. They're not going to think about the Gucci belts. They're not going to think about the cars. They're going to think about how that person made them feel. When that person dies, that person is not thinking about the value, the viable that they had. They're thinking about how much love that somebody has for them in that moment right there. Like, all that shit don't matter. And I think we just are su such a, like, we're just such, like, in this snowball of, just bullshit you know of of somebody dictating how we should run our relationships or how we should be able to maneuver through our relationship and i think it's just it's faulty you know what i'm saying it's cap so i think you know being able to communicate with your partner getting a relationship what you what do you like what don't you like having those conversations up front and being able, being able to move it through that that way and then keeping that shit in consideration as you continue to go throughout the relationship is what keeps things intact and keep things you know um you know, moving in the right direction, you know, and, and, and let me be, let me be clear too. Um, I'm not the greatest, 
you know, I think I still have a lot to work on. Men are very headstrong. I'm a tourist. So, you know, I, I'm very like just stubborn in my way. So I, I like to get stuck in my ways, but sometimes I do have to re reset myself and I've learned men. Okay. I've learned. So, and I'm gonna let y'all in on a little bit of gems in, in my world, just a little bit, not too much, but a little bit. So my wife, Darnell knows my wife. All right. Um, a lot of a lot of my family, my friends that's listening, y'all know my wife, man. My baby, she don't play no games. All right. She's headstrong too. She a Virgo. Like she she get after it if she have to. You know what I'm saying? So I'm scared of Kayla. I don't, I don't. How you <laughs> so doing? For, How you doing? So so for the longest, right? Uh, you know, when we we're in our relationship, it was me being able to tell her to let me drive, like let me control the wheel, like let me be the man, like let me be able to steer, steer this ship. You know what I'm saying? And I think it was just her of feeling like she was going to lose control over everything. But as a man, I was okay with saying that, Hey, if, if I don't have the ability to steer right now, or I can't steer, I can let you steer. I don't always have to steer, yep. but I want to be the person majority of the time to steer and, and get us to where we need to go. If I can't do that, I'm going to be able to be as open and vulnerable with you to let you know that like, Hey, right now I cannot steer. I, I I am not capable of drive. Do you mind taking over? Do you mind taking over the wheel? Yes, I do. So I think once you come to that understanding that it's more of a team environment, together each achieve more, right? Once we figure out that we can achieve more if we work together, I think it, it'll all pan out the way it, it should be, so. That's real, man. I, I mean, I thank you know, thank you for even sharing that, my brother. Because like you said, I mean, just because you married, it don't mean you got all the answers. I know I damn sure don't, man. It's certain, it's certain things that like, I'm just trying to, navigate and just learn as I go, just bump my head, make the make a mistake. And I'm like, all right, how can I have said that differently? How can I have handled right. that situation a little better? How can I, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, one thing that I feel like, you know, is always a popular topic. And even sometimes I get caught up in, it's just the whole, this whole roles, you know, thing, as far as a woman's role in a marriage, a man's role in a marriage. And, you know, you got the traditionalists, you know, who, who believe that, you know, men should, you know, bring home the bacon, bring home the money, you know, protect, provide. The woman should be the one who cooks a meal every night, have that meal ready for that man and clean the house. And I'll be honest, man, like part of me kind of has a little bit of that traditional feel, you know what I'm saying? But I also have an understanding of modern day as well and understand that women out here hustling, just like the men are hustling. You can't really expect your woman to be out there working, you know, 10, 12 hours and then come home and then have a meal fully fixed for you for you every single night when she mm. working just as much as you or maybe even more depending on the on the situation. So I think it goes back to what you said. Like it's a team and I think it's like man each day is different. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, okay, maybe today, like as the husband, Darnell's gonna be a hundred percent everything. Like my right. wife had a hard day at work. She's just going through it. She's stressed. Don't worry about it. I'm putting I'm putting the team on my back. I got everything. Nice. The next day it might be more like 50-50. Okay, I'm going to take care of this. You take care of that. And then you might get to that last day of the week, and I'm like, I'm exhausted. I've been grinding all week. Now wifey going to take over like 80. You know, you, you might just be 20 that day, but she got you. You know what I'm saying? So when we talk about roles, and again, I'm talking about even myself right now, it's like, don't get so hung up on what you're supposed to do and what this is your job. Mm. No, nah, man, each day is its own entity. Each day is its own obstacle in a relationship and in a marriage. We go through different things, whether in our personal lives, our careers, our jobs, you know what I mean? You know, women are emotional. They have different type of things they're going through that a man might not even understand. 
but your job is not even to always understand necessarily. It's just to be there and be what they need you to be in that moment and vice versa. It kind of leads me to this next um, a viral video that actually, you know, I think I sent to you maybe last week or something below. I don't know if you saw it. It was these two men. It was a rich man and like an yeah. average like life, everyday uh, working man where they were having a, like a, a discussion where the rich man was just saying that you're not a real man, basically, if you don't pay for everything. You don't take care of all the bills. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're making your woman pay, like, go 50-50 or pay for some of the bills, then you're not, like, a, a, a real man. And, and the guy who's working, like, like his everyday, you know, nine-to-five, typical job, whatever, he was getting offended. You know what I mean? He's, he's like, you like, I'm what you saying? Like, I, I work, you know, I go to work every day. I do this and that. I just, I don't, I don't. Don't make the same money that you do. They don't mean you better than me. They don't mean you better than me or nothing like that. And and, and the rich said the rich guy's defense, he wasn't like trying to belittle him. He wasn't trying to be, yeah, he wasn't trying to belittle him. He was talking in a very like respectful tone. I really think his bigger overall message when I was really like trying to sit there and think was like, I think he's just saying, like, we, as men, we always been taught that like we we kind of gotta hide your emotions. The world don't, don't give a fuck about you. And no matter what it what you're going through, you gotta figure it out. It don't matter what it is, you gotta figure it out. And that's always been the mindset that most men, especially black men, have kind of been raised and how and how we try to go through life. And I get that. Like I, I kind of lived through that, you know, myself as well. But at the same time, though, it's like to what extent? If I'm a if I'm a working man, I got a job, I got a career. I'm grinding, like I'm going to work every single day. I'm, 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 I'm doing what I'm supposed to do as a man. I'm not in these streets. I'm not doing this and that and third. I'm just not making like a ton of a ton of money, and I just, you know, I can't take care of everything by myself. That doesn't like, like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm less, I'm less than you now. I'm not, I'm not a real man, and I, I just can't really agree to that statement. You know, the guy jumped in was like, you know, he was like, well, if you not, if you ain't making enough money in one job, get two jobs, get three jobs. I'm like, bro, like, that sounds good to just say yeah. that. But, like, one is just not realistic depending on what job you got. You can't always just get two jobs. It's just the crossover may not even make sense, number one. Yeah. Number two, if I'm working two, three jobs, I am never at home. My health mentally, physically is going to play a toll. And then my your relationship is going to play a, a toll because most women, most women, at least the women that I know, my wife, people who, who, who I talk to, whatever, they care about the money. Don't get me wrong, but they care more about that quality time. And I know, right. like, some of the, the arguments that I've had or just debates or you know, tough times me and my, me and my household has had, has been moments where, like, I have failed as a, 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 as a husband in terms of, like, balancing out my responsibilities putting way too much time into my work because I'm so caught in this mindset of like, I'm the man. I got to pay for everything. I got to get it. I got to figure it out. We, we came to LA, you know, God didn't bring me here for no reason. I got to figure out what that reason is. And I got to figure it out today. And I, I catch myself just like nonstop Bolo working all day, doing all types of stuff. And mm -hmm. it's like, my wife is over here just like, man, like I respect the hustle, but I, I want my husband. I want I want to be with you. So like if mm -hmm. that means you got to sacrifice a little bit of time here, or that means that you know she got to you know help out with with the light bill or whatever the case may be, so be it. Because I want to be with you. So I, I guess I said a lot here, bro. I I, I just think in, in some in summation, bro. I just think that money is 
can't be everything, and a man's value should not be tied to his money, bro. I just think that I just think that's not fair at all, bro. And I think it goes back to you know just the the false narrative that social media has put out there for people, and you know you got a lot of people, like I said, who isn't uh, as mentally strong as we are. Who will run out there and believe that believe that that note and then go out there and try to kill themselves to support something that probably won't last because you're spending time out there trying to chase something that ain't really there. Um, don't get me wrong. Like I said, each relationship is different. So there is maybe a, a wife and a husband who value money and a wife wants to be taken care of. But then there also are relationships where people are like, hey, it's OK if we go 50 50. It's OK if we do 25 75. Like, I understand that. Right. But I think when the when the guy said, like, you're not a man, I think the definition of a man, right, y'all, and we might have to snip this. Um, the definition of a man is responsibility and accountability. All right. So what I when I what I mean by that is there's a standard, right? There's a standard that you and your wife may may have agreed agreed upon. There's a standard that maybe you internally has agreed upon. If you didn't meet that standard or if you didn't hit that responsibility that you did that you didn't hit, it's okay. But having the accountability to understand that and figuring out what you need to do to, to be able to actually finish that is what really determines who you are as an individual. Like, mm. like as a man, if everything is peaches, like it's, if everything is butterflies and rainbows for you every day and you've never been challenged to a point, right? I mean, how do you really classify yourself, not even as a man or a woman, but as an individual? Like, how do you overcome adversity, right? Um, like, I get there's a lot of situations where, you know, you get the rags to riches stories and everything like that. Like, that's totally fine. Like, I understand that. But the 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 making of a good human being, and I'm not even going to just equate it to just men, but the, the the making of a good human being is knowing the standard that you put in front of yourself, knowing that responsibility and if you don't hit that standard or if you don't hit that that check mark, which is that responsibility, having the accountability to understand like, hey, this is what I did wrong. Now I'm open to ask for help to help me to get to that point or I know what steps I need to take to actually hit that check mark to make sure that I'm checking those checking those boxes to get to, you know, uh, accomplishing whatever that responsibility is. That's the definition and the making of a man. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people out here who, aren't millionaires they don't make six figures but they have a happy life they have a happy wife they have happy kids like they get everything they want and more like it used to be situations y'all where i used to see kids in, in high school and i'm like how's this kid getting all the jordans they got all the shoes they got all the clothes they got they riding the cars and you know i grew up now and i see their parents like oh my god like their parents like they wasn't like true ballers their parents just worked hard they knew the, the, the value of a dollar. So they knew right. how to hustle. They knew how to grind. They knew how to hold themselves accountable. They pushed themselves. So that rubbed off on their kids. So now their kids is grinding. You know what I'm saying? That's the making of a strong individual. That's the making of a man where you can look at your offspring and, you know, know that they know what the definition of hard work is and they know what responsibility looks like and they can hold themselves accountable if they're not doing what they need to do. Come on, bro. You preaching right now. We're going to clip that thing off. I'm going to chop it up. We're going to slice it and dice. That's going to be on TikTok, on, IG, YouTube. It might be viral by tomorrow. So just be prepared to get ready, be getting tagged and stuff the whole time. It's going to happen. Hey, I feel like it's going to happen. Hey, money does not equate to being a man. Point period blank. I ain't trying to hear shit. Like, 
you can't you can't just put that out there and you can't put that out there to people because you got somebody right now working a third shift working his ass off right now to protect provide and make sure they got everything for that family that's a man that's real bro i'm gonna be real and the rich bro. people and, hey and, and look look and, and i'm not i'm the the people who making their money they doing their thing absolutely like you taking care of your family you feeding the fam like absolutely you a man as well but do not take away anything from somebody else who is literally out here still making a way if you're making a way and you showing up every day doing what you need to do for your family for yourself that is the making of a great human being bro that's 100 you know true and accurate and i'll say this too there's a lot of people out here making a lot of money and yeah you might be paying for shit but you still ain't present you know what i'm saying you still ain't you might be paying but you're not present in your wife's life your kid's life your Yo, whatever, like you out here in the streets moving all types of different ways. So money ain't everything. You know, it's easy to just say that and it sounds good. And yeah, ideally, uh, as a man, you want to pay for everything. Ideally, a woman probably want their man to take care of everything and make them feel financially comfortable. Of course, duh. But that's one piece of a man. You know what I'm one saying? Piece, that's not man. that's not the whole sandwich. And it's a lot of it's a, it's a lot of a lot of rich people going through divorces because they they're not happy right now. Come you know on now. A, a lot, lot of people of who make a lot of money who do their wives really bad. You know what I'm saying? Now, I know a lot of people who make a lot of money and take care of a lot of people, but they're bad human beings. Does that are you still a man then? When you know you've done wrong, when you know you've disrespected, when you know you've, you know, stepped out and, and did things that you weren't supposed to do, are you still a man then? Come on, y'all. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. I live in LA, Bolo. You can have a really good job out here. And you can't pay for everything by yourself. It just, it ain't even about, it ain't about you not a man. Nah, bro. Sometimes shit just expensive. Yeah. And, and I and I think that's okay. I be trying to tell the world that that's okay. The Instagram videos, the, the celebrities you see online, all that shit making it seem like you're sweet like that. Like, it's okay, y'all. Like, you can, you make it in a way, you making it happen. Keep pushing, keep grinding. Stop comparing yourself. To what somebody else got and what they doing the best you is always gonna be the best you i promise you you know what i'm saying it, it, that's for us a full circle moment like i think maybe because i'm getting older now you know what i'm saying like i think i everybody kind of falls into that 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 rut of like you kind of in the social media craze and you seeing what somebody else have and obviously you want to work and you want to push yourself to be better but i think you you will you'll live a happy life though when you just understand that like this is my life this is my goal. This is my dreams. This is what I'm working towards. This is my pace. This is my race. Right. And you're just going from there, man. You're not comparing yourself to nobody else. You're looking at yourself in the mirror every day and you know what you got to do to accomplish a goal. And you go to sleep with those thoughts in your head, knowing if you accomplish those or not. And you got the accountability in yourself to understand what you need to do tomorrow if you didn't accomplish what you did today. Come on, bro. My man out here Shit dropping crazy, so many bro. gems. It almost it don't make no sense, really. I feel like the fact that you're giving this out for free is almost a crime. I don't know if we should like crime, y'all. Don't be like everybody Patreon or something. I don't know what we should do, but this is almost too crazy, too good to just be free, my guy. Hey, last but not least, y'all. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna kill it, women. Hey, all that all that list, that food list and stuff like that. Hey, look, if you got a guy that treats you right, you got a guy to show up on time. You got a guy that's showing you some chivalry. Right. Those are things that don't come by every day because you'll have that baller. Right. Take you to that nice steak shop. Right. Hit it. Drop you off. Now he's going to get the next person. Right. So would you rather have somebody take you to a nice five star 
treat you wrong, pick up the next honey the next day, or a guy to take you to the cheesecake factory, treat you right, text you, walk you up to your doorstep, be appreciative, you know, all that stuff. Like, ah, come on, y'all. Like, make it make sense, y'all. Make it make come on, sense. Bro. Come on, bro. Like, come I had I done had some of my best date nights at Chili's. <laughs> had some of my best date nights at motherfucking Dave and Buster's. Motherfucking uh, uh, hey. uh, Applebee's. Motherfucker, I met, I met Shorty Applebee, who was young, but I met her at Applebee's back, back in the days. Like, what are we talking about here, bro? And look, it always goes back to the same phrase. That's okay. <laughs> it's okay, y'all. It's okay. Like, stop trying to live y'all standards to somebody else's standards, y'all. Like, be you. Be yeah, the best man. you. Stop you letting these social media you. coaches, you know, these relationship experts on social media Bullshit. tell you how to have treat your woman and treat your yeah, husband shit. and tell you what to do and what you shouldn't do. Because when, when I check half y'all background, either A, y'all single, or, or B, y'all y'all been divorced two, three times. So the people who want to educate everybody and tell us what, what to do and what not to do are people who's been in failed relationships. Or he's in a field relationship right now. So be careful who you're seeking information from because that may mm. not be the right person. It may be the devil. I'm done talking right. about love. It's been a hell of a show right. today, my brother, man. I love a show, man. man subscribe. I, I love that. Man. We didn't call Dean Cooper on, man. I kind of like mean, this little flow where a guest I, come on for a hot minute. How about we, we kind of keep going? Capped it off. Yeah, she definitely set the set the frequency high and we just maintain that wave, y'all. So we really appreciate y'all for listening, man. True game, true knowledge. You know, it's all transparency over here when we on the porch. We're going to give it y'all straight, just how you like it, right off the kitchen, right to the porch. Yep. Come on, my God, man. And make sure y'all subscribe. Hit that like button, man. Follow us on all social media platforms, man. You know, TikTok been going crazy. IG been going crazy. We're going to bring Claudine Cooper, man, Miss Coop CC back on the porch, man, at, at some point, man, here. Probably, hopefully, you said in the November, so I'm going to see what the schedule looking like. And, uh, man, Bolo, man, hey, how do we end every show? Just remember, your standard is your standard. And when you wake up in the mirror, just make sure that the best you is the best you. And we out. Peace. On the porch, that was where it all began. Had to put in work every day. We got it in. We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. We achieving everything we need. Now we undefeated. If we link, no, it's only business. If we get to speak and leave them speechless. I did things for free, but now it costs to see me. When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me. Just don't plot to sneak me. I'ma see it. I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated. What do we bleed? Came from the jungle, we humble but hungry and hunting defeat. People don't want us to leave. They love us and rush to the bus when we run in the streets. Thinking we stun in the sea We came from nothing to something Now up in the lead Now we ain't coming in peace Hunting for blood and to crush everyone in the league We got a reason We put in work every day of the week Every month, every season So many schemes Had to go off for the team We gave our all and succeeded Came from the deep end Woman and pops cooking ramen At times that was all we was eating Now we be feasting Five star restaurants every week Whole teams ripped in cloth and it seems They looking hard when we step on the scene Call us outcasts We so fresh and so clean Hand about cash Please don't ask for a meeting Just hit the stoop out the spazz on the beat Nah, it ain't rude if you ask for the feet Just play it cool when I tax you the fee We need a pool in the back With a cord and a board to go jump off and splash for the heat Live for the day Cause the past can't determine The future or where you gon' actually be Keep staying present Our presence a blessing It's all that we have And we actually need I'm taking action with passion Detaching the ones who keep acting Attaching to leech I am no pastor But actually preaching Look up these stories And actually read That was where it all began Had to put in work Every day we got it in 
it look easy, we achieving everything we needed Now we undefeated, if we link, no it's only business If we get to speaking, leave them speechless I did things for free, but now it costs to see me When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me Just don't block the sneak me, I'ma see it I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.